Destination Medicine is a joint project of the regional training hubs. This podcast series brings you medical students' accounts of their experiences in applying to study medicine. Welcome to Destination Medicine. I'm Nicole Goodman. Joe Beaton played with all sorts of ideas while trying to decide what he wanted to do with his life. Growing up in rural far north Queensland, he thought he could be a pilot perhaps, or a DJ, perhaps a music composer. But Joe bypassed those ideas and decided to become a teacher. Mistake. It didn't work out as expected and he wasn't happy even though there were aspects of the job that Joe did enjoy with his natural leaning towards helping others improve. But his choice to become a science teacher did help when he finally got on track and decided to go for medicine. And that is a decision he's never regretted. Joe was accepted into ANU, and this year he's studying at the Rural Clinical School campus in Goulburn. And he says rural is definitely the way he wants to go. But let's go back to the start and the roundabout way in which Joe entered medicine, which he explains for Heather Dawson. I sort of went on a a bit of a long journey to get to medicine. I did want to do a a few things in my youth. I thought about a few things before I thought of medicine, and it wasn't until later high school where I realised that I quite liked people, I quite liked making an impression on people. And so back then it was a choice between teaching and medicine. I ended up in teaching and I didn't really enjoy it. And I just started thinking more and more as I was practicing as a teacher about medicine. And eventually I just took the plunge and decided to properly apply. Did you have a mentor or somebody to help guide you when you decided to go to medical school, give up the teaching? Yeah, I did. My older brother and my older sister did medicine, well, decided to do medicine. My older sister ended up applying the same time as me the first time and she got in and then my older brother was already in medical school when I was in high school so he was graduated by the time I started applying so I asked my brother a lot about the life of a doctor because I was originally quite worried about the flexibility and where you could go as a doctor and what you could do what the lifestyle was like and then with my sister once she was in when I was more seriously considering it and I was applying she was a really great resource for applying to different universities, what sort of university would be right for you, what are the universities expecting from you, what sort of person do they want. She had a lot of friends that put me in touch and helped me with the interview and helped me prepare. And she was also great for sharing GAMSAT resources as well. I used to study with her and she was always really good at the writing section and I was really good at the science section. (laughs) So we sort of tutored each other and it worked out nicely really. Was sibling rivalry a, a motivator? Uh, A little bit. I wanted to one-up over my sister, but I never got the chance. (laughs) So tell us about the process you went through to get into medicine. You say you sat the gamsat with your sister a few Mm -hmm. times. So how did you manage to do this while working, while you were still a teacher at that time? Well, I originally did the gamsat whilst studying to be a teacher because I wasn't quite 100% sold as a teacher. And that was easy. At university, I had a lot more time on my hands And then when I was actually a teacher, it was a lot more difficult. My study time was basically down to late evenings and weekends. And I was a beginner teacher as well, so I had a lot less time. I had to spend a lot more time resource building from scratch. So I had to basically find time when I could to try tackle. I guess the writing section was my weakness. I wanted to prioritize what I was weak at and what I was strong at. 
So I focused mainly exclusively on that when I could. Where did you sit the GAMSAT? I did it a few times in Brisbane and then I did my final time in Melbourne. To get into medicine, Joe, how many universities did you apply to? And can you give any tips to the people listening to you now about the application and selection process? Oh, I applied to everyone, I think. I was I was pretty desperate to get in. I think I, I even applied to JCU Townsville, which is a mainly undergrad. So I was willing to do another six or seven odd years to get into medicine, although I'm quite lucky that didn't happen. My main universities I targeted was... ANU and Uni of Wollongong. And that's mainly because I knew the process. My sister knew a couple of people. She said it's they've got really great focuses on rural and you get to see a lot of different stuff. And I heard good things about the ANU teaching program as well. But I also applied to UCID and Fremantle as well. And the advice that you might give to other people going through the process? Yeah, I would say just learn about what the universities want. There's always like an about page where they talk about their core values and what they want in the students. And you can dig through and extract some of the key words basically that they want. And also just question whether you're that sort of person, whether you're right. If you don't want to go rural, I guess, you know, don't go to one that's focusing on rural and maybe prioritize your choices. But yeah, I would, I would prioritize the ones that fit best to you because then you can be most honest in your interview. And tell me, Joe, how did you find the interview process in your journey to becoming a doctor? Well, I was originally quite nervous about the whole thing. I didn't know if I wanted to completely change careers. And I think my girlfriend eventually just convinced me, you're not happy teaching, so I think you should take the plunge. So I think on just one of my really bad days, I just did it. I just applied. And then that was the end of that. And then the interview came up and I was really worried what I was going to tell my boss, the vice principal. And I just arranged an appointment and he saw me and he he knew I was having a bad time. And so he was really supportive. He had a chat with me and he said, you do what you want to do. We can take the day off for you if you want, if that's something you really want. And so we did. It was one of the last days of term anyway. So I took the day off and then drove all the way to Canberra and did my interview And then it was the holidays, so I got to have a bit of downtime after that. And I think for the rest of the year then, I was just really happy because I'd done something. I'd followed the path I really wanted to do. And so the term four was a bit more of a breeze. I didn't feel so demotivated. But that interview itself, was it what you were expecting or was it harder or simpler than you thought it would be? It was a bit simpler. I knew what to expect because I did ask a few people about it. (laughs) I knew it was going to be tough. But then I also knew that not everyone does everything perfectly. It was a pretty difficult day. I'll say that it was very, it required a lot of insurance and a lot of sort of patience. And I got through it in the end and then I felt like I did a good job and I'd sold myself well. So that was good enough for me. Had you prepared carefully for it? I had, yeah. I prepared heaps. I tried to figure out what sort of questions they were going to ask me. I had I knew they were going to ask me a few trick questions and like questions that would really stump me and ethical questions. And I had an understanding of what they wanted. So I tried to sell myself as well as I could. And I tried to just be honest and try and show who I was, because I believe that I do have a lot of qualities that would be good in a doctor. And I was lucky enough that they chose me. Well, you're now studying medicine. Is it what you thought it would be like? I think it's surpassed it. I was really scared going back into uni and it was a very big step going from a full-time position to earning nothing again. So (laughs) I was really hoping, really, really hoping 
that I would enjoy it. And I just initially really enjoyed the learning part and just learning about the human body. And everyone there was super onto it and I learned a lot from them. And then I guess we had the clinical parts as well where you could practice your skills as you were learning them, which is just so cool to me. I really, really, really enjoyed that. We're sort of doing more of a clinical focus now at ANU as I advance towards third year. So I get to practice a lot more of my skills and I get to deal with the actual people that I want to deal with. And this is really where I feel quite advantaged, like my teaching skills. I have a bit of an advantage in terms of communication and I'm feeling ill in my element at the moment. Are you feeling well supported at the uni? Yeah, yeah. ANU has been really great to us, particularly during the COVID crisis. There was a lot of things they've done for us and they're always asking for feedback and that sort of thing. And they've done a really great effort putting everything online. So I feel very supported given the circumstances. I never felt like it was too difficult or I had no one to talk to. Not only did I had lots of people around me to talk to, but always the staff were reaching out and letting everyone know that they're there for them as well. So that was really great. I really enjoyed how much they supported us throughout the year and throughout the previous years as well. Now, there are lots of different study techniques. How did you find the right one for you? Uh, I remember during one of our first weeks, we had some of the year twos come in and give us a big lecture and PowerPoint on all these various techniques. You may have heard about the flashcards and thousands and thousands of online resources. And I guess I tried them all out and it was just so stressful. I sort of just picked and chose what worked for me. What I ended up doing is I ended up just trying to extract stuff from the lectures and those online resources and then imagined I was delivering a gigantic PowerPoint to, I guess, students of all the stuff I've learned throughout the year. So I found that works for me. You always hear that the best way of learning is through teaching. So that's what I tried to imagine is try to understand the concept well enough to be able to teach it and try and design a learning resource that possibly people could use. And I think that's worked excellently for me. I really enjoy doing that as well. And I've gotten very good at PowerPoint. (laughs) (laughs) So, Joe, what is it about medicine that you could never prepare for? Personally, I guess the workload just in terms of amount of content. And I've always considered myself a bit of a perfectionist and wanting to know everything. And I've sort of gotten away through my life so far doing that. But um, (laughs) it was something I just had to adjust to that I couldn't know everything about a subject and you've just got to extract what you can at the time and then move on. And then as you go into specialties or you specialize further or get more experience, then you can go back to those subjects and relearn them. But that's something that took a lot of time. I wanted to learn everything about everything immediately. And there just wasn't enough time. And also another thing was everything sort of lost their Google ability. So something I've found is I've always been pretty good ability to just Google something and get a quick, basic understanding of a concept. But you can't really do that anymore, um, which I sort of underestimated the value of. So now if I want to know about some complex thing, it's, it's a lot more difficult and it takes a lot more time to extract the information. Although there are resources available, which I use these days. Well, Joe, you're well on your way to becoming a fully-fledged doctor, but what's the long-term goal for you? I probably will spend a few years back in Canberra just to get some experience out. My long-term goal is to move to somewhere rural, but I would preferably like to do some specialty training, preferably at a nearby city or large node. So I'd like to be close enough that I can get some specialty training whilst also being in the bush. So I'm from a rural setting. 
And I guess it's always sort of just really attracted me. I really like the aspect of getting to know the patient over a long period. And I think everyone already harps on about more hands-on skills and that sort of stuff you can get. But I like the ability living in a rural setting to be able to expand your roots. Like when I was a teacher, I was living in rural Victoria and I was able to join the soccer club and the tennis club and get to know everyone in the town and they knew me and, you know, make an impression on a whole community. So that really, really attracted me. And I guess rural medicine is the same. You can really have a big effect on a community and that's what drove me towards rural medicine and I think I'll stay here in the future. That's Joseph Beaton, currently studying at ANU's Rural Clinical School in Goulburn in the ACT. We trust you've enjoyed this episode of Destination Medicine, a joint project of the regional training hubs. The hubs are supported by funding from the Australian Government under the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Programme.